everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Megasheen, your podcast for all things game geeky, from Black Geek Perspective. I am Victor. And I'm Nick. And what has been going on in these streets for you, Victor, these past two weeks? Well, it's been hot in Los Angeles. And you know the, well, you know, um, Pippi Longstocking and her and her variants are back. And so these variants, Lambda, Alpha, Kappa, everybody's coming out. Right, her fucking strolling across the, the world yes. with these uh, variants. Yes, and we went up. So we spiked, and so now we're back to mask, um, which is very interesting. Um, but it is what it is, you know, trying to tell people to be safe. You know, it's... I knew I knew we were going to have this. I knew it was going to happen because we didn't have a summer last year. And the minute you give hoes summer in Los Angeles, they're going to act up. And so this is what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, everywhere these case, uh, COVID cases are going back up. And I'm like, I, at this point, I don't know what can be done. Because yeah. these motherfuckers saying, oh, I'm not going to have it. Or I've been reading uh, reports and seeing news stories that even these people have who have been hospitalized saying, oh, I still refuse the vaccine. And I'm like, okay, at this point, what can you do for them except what? Refuse them hospital care because they took an oath or what, like put them into what, some kind of camp? I ain't going to do that. I don't I don't know what can be done about them. And it's not that I don't care about them, which honestly, I really kind of don't. It's just everybody else that was told, get the vaccine as soon as you can, which we did. Maintain six feet uh, distance, which we did. You know, stay home, which we did. And now the people who did all these things that all these people told us to, we're the ones that are being penalized for it. Yeah. I'm like, and now all of a sudden, some of these uh, Republican governors and whatnot are saying, oh, get the vaccine and whatnot. You are not concerned with your constituents. You are concerned that you are possibly facing another <laughs> lockdown and you don't want to pay people unemployment. You don't want, you, it's a financial take on why they don't, why they want people to get the vaccine. They don't give a damn about you. True. They're just worried about their pockets and not paying you unemployment if it comes to what we had last year. True. And they also, some of them are going up for re-election. And they're mm-hmm. trying to make sure that they're trying to rewrite history. And I'm like, no, Sarah, especially in Florida, it's too much evidence. I was like, the, the way the news covered you down there? He should be prosecuted. He is, I, he is something else. I said, my God, somebody, once once it's all said and done, because, you know, they had DeSantis, and then they had, what, Rick Scott before Mm -hmm. him. Y'all certainly know how to pick him down there in Florida. Which is interesting, I think. And I know a lot of it, some of it has to do with gerrymandering and how they have pushed a lot of that stuff and I know that is what the big battle is right now but y'all for those of y'all who are voting for these people y'all really need to think about who they 
not, you know, think about who you putting up in there, but also for them, I'm always like, do y'all even think about y'all legacy? Because mm-hmm. this is a different age. Like I know that was, I was watching something they was talking about how we don't know a lot about Bob Dole, even though he's done so much, you know, positive or negative, whatever. We, we just didn't know that much about him when he ran for president and what have you. And I was like, yeah, that was a different news world. And now with social media, now with all these receipts and articles and things being written, this will always be there on, their, on everybody, on, on all of them. So I'm like, right. they, I mean, their families will have to deal with that. Baron Trump will have to deal with his world, you know? And so it is going to be really interesting just to deal with, you know, the aftermath of all of them, but also, you know, what they left behind in the fire, you know, it's just going to be a lot. My, my, I have friends in Florida. I have friends in Texas. It's just like, I don't know how y'all do it. I'm, right. I'm scared because I got to go to Orlando in October mm-hmm. for a conference. I'm like, do I said, I was like, are we really having a conference in the hell now? But, right. Like, I just, I don't understand it at all. Yeah. I really don't. And I, w- I watched this, um, what was it? I think it's Vox did like some docu-series about coronavirus on Netflix. And it only takes like one of these virus, one of these strains to mutate into something that beats these vaccines. So, and there's too much virus around for it not to mutate again and again and again. So that's why we're having all of these uh, Delta Sigma Thetas <laughs> strains and all this bullshit. So it's, I don't know if we really can get up out of this. Yeah. I really don't. And it's, it's scary. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully we're we're in a good place by October. That's how I'm looking at it. Like if we, that would determine how the year would go, the rest of the year would go. Um, But yeah, that's been kind of very interesting to see is how this stuff is happening. But now all of a sudden, knowing that a lot of people who are in the hospital, 95% of them are not vaccinated and all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad black people are getting vaccinated because that was something I was worried about, but I know our numbers have increased. Right. Um, I, I think like the majority of black people were hesitant yeah. for a specific reason. It wasn't because oh, we was just some head ass fools, yeah. you know, with the Tuskegee experiment and this uh, using black bodies as experimentation, we had justification, mm-hmm. legit justification on being uh, weary of vaccines. These white folks, I'm not gonna get it because, oh, cause it's my body and I do what I want with my body. Oh, so now all of a sudden you pro-choice. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Okay, so uh, I just, I, I don't understand. Don't make it seem like this is some kind of heel that you're going to stand on where when you were little, you had to get a polio a vaccine, you had to get tetanus, 
you had to get all these shots to get into motherfucking schools. Now, all of a sudden, oh, I don't want to get uh, this shot because it's going to give me 5G or it's made with uh, dead baby cells or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is. But in all, you know, everything is pretty good here in Los Angeles. It's, it is what it is. Um, trying not to buy any more plants, but it's too late. Or not you, <laughs> not you having a uh, addiction to plants. Yeah, I have an addiction. And it is, I'll go look at a plant and be like, do I want this plant? And next thing you know, it's already here. <laughs> what about you? What's going on with you? Child, a whole lot of nothing. Um, let's see. Job searching, taking care of these unruly uh, cats. Just ungrateful. <laughs> um, trying to be in the gym, you know. The boyfriend got me going like damn near five, six days a week. I was like, oh no, sir. I have to have some some rest. Uh, I've been on my uh, documentary kicks again. Um, like I said, I watched the oh thing about coronavirus on Netflix. There was also one about the vanishing of, I think her name was Elaine Lamb or something like that. Mm-hmm. She had uh, disappeared in Los Angeles and she was staying at the Cecil Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see that one? Yeah, I know about it. That's yeah, that has spawned movies. I think uh-huh. that even has something to do with a little bit of uh, American Horror Story. Yeah, so I'm, I was also listening to a podcast about it too, and how the documentary said that she died. I don't get like, or it doesn't make sense to me. Something. It sounds, smells fishy about this. And I don't know if we'll ever know because I don't like how they, it made me uh, uneasy how they just blamed it on her mental health. Cause she was, she did have uh, bipolar. She was bipolar, but then they just uh, blamed it on her having like the severe a mental breakdown, which is why she was found in one of those uh, water tanks up on the roof. I was like, okay, but if you have, if you saw, there was a video of her on the elevator, mm-hmm. and it looks like she's hiding from somebody, mm-hmm. and there was some speculation that the video had been tampered with, but the hotel said, no, it wasn't. The police said, no, it wasn't. However, if you look at how the um, elevator door had closed, mm-hmm. you know how elevator door closes slowly. There's mm-hmm. one part of it where the elevator door just automatically goes from all the way pushed back in to halfway closed. And then it closes. I was like, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And all Judge Judy says, if it doesn't make sense, then it's probably not true. <laughs> so I, I am left feeling that some information was 
specifically left out. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Other than that, uh, not doing really much. Yeah. Waiting for this damn heat to cool down because <laughs> the heat, I am so tired of summer and this heat. Yeah, it's funny when we're young, we don't, I don't know if we even thought about it in the way that we thought that we see it now, but I know when I get in my car, I had to go buy one of those visors. I'm like, because I got in my car, because, <laughs> you know, where I live now, we don't have like a hooded, or we're not under, we're not, we're not under the buildings. We are, mm -hmm. we're exposed and I get in the car, car would tell me it's 110 degrees in the car, but it's 100 degrees. Right. Outside. And I'm just like, that you get hit with that air, you just like you just you ready to just just give up. I mean, like I was ready to give up. I don't even want to go to the store. I guess I'll just starve. Let me just get this hot air out of this place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a lot, but yeah. But you know, here in August, it's just as bad, and so we're about to really get in some heat, and we're already going through climate change already. So it's just gonna be hell on earth, basically. But. It is what it is. It is what it is. Right. So I know we got some stuff to talk about in Up Maze Tea. So let's get that kettle because it's piping hot and mm -hmm. get into these topics. Well, Lil Nas X has a video. <laughs> um, and um, it is something a little different. <laughs> um, but it makes sense because again, this is a queer artist, and so he's going to give us queer content. And we had in this video, you know, he's in jail um, right now. He is, I think, he has to go to court because of these shoes and Nike and all that good stuff. I thought that was just publicity. Oh, I thought that was that he had really had to go. With, uh, I thought that girl. I don't know. I I think it was just publicity. Oh well, for real. He has made you know, a little fun video about it, playing different characters, doing a little bit of Eddie Murphy type stuff. But then he released a new video um, where, you know, he's in jail, in prison. And so we're getting all of the prison takes um, from new dancing. Um, we even got Colton Hayes, who, uh, if y'all don't know, Colton Hayes was in Teen Wolf. He came out. He's a gay man, gay white man. Friends of Serena. Um, you know, had some guy looking like um, Jason Momoa that all of us have been trying to figure out who is this man. Um, just everything in this. And this is a really hot video. Um, Lil Nas X looks great in it. Um, you know, got straight black men just crying all over social medias about how, you know, he's destroying the black family, you know, all the favorites and all that good stuff. But, you know, congratulations to Lil Nas X because this video is really doing something. They are, these black people are like so upset that he is doing all of this and pushing the boundaries as far as uh, visibility with gay black men. And I really want folks to say, like to stop this whole, like he's destroying the family or he's making black people look bad, where, first of all, y'all motherfuckers fighting on airplanes, number one, uh, spirits, no less. 
number two, I saw videos of y'all motherfuckers fucking in or Orlando parking garage in the broadest of daylight. Like, I'm all for kinkiness, but not nan people can, you know, spring up for like a bedroom or nobody got a house <laughs> or an apartment or a flat or a broom closet. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Somebody had said this on Twitter that um, if Little Nas was light skinned and more masculine presenting, then y'all wouldn't have a problem with his sexuality. But sure. because he is dark skinned and a smaller frame, now all of a sudden his sexuality is an issue. Yeah, it's the colorism for me. It's. So many things because you know we've had rappers for years do all types of things. Got girls shaking and popping, and mm-hmm. let's not forget when Nelly had his credit card swiping through somebody's butt. Yeah. All that type of stuff. And we can talk about you know all that stuff we've seen over the years. It is what Lil Nas X did and Industry Baby. That's the name of the song. Um, is no different. It's just guys, and that's okay. That's totally okay, and. He's not here to raise your kids. He's not here to save the black race. He's not here to do anything but be himself and do his music. So if y'all need to worry about what you're doing at your own homes, if you try to protect your family, then you can protect your family. Lil Nas X ain't got nothing to do with that. You can turn on the TV or the the screen or wherever y'all doing to see this video. It's really not that deep. Um, I love how he's been playing it up, you know, talking about want to see the full unedited version might you know <laughs> hyping it up it might be on Pornhub maybe all this stuff got that Jack Harlow boy um which people are I'm seeing a lot of folks talk about how he might be cute he may not be cute I don't really see it but I know some you know I don't they, see they, it either they play it up like Lil Nas was like yeah I'm been you know I wanted him to be naked in it they played it all it's great fun hype it's stuff that We've always seen, you know, what straight groups or whatever they have done. I remember when Jamie Foxx and Fantasia performed on, I think, the BET Awards, and they end up kissing at the end mm-hmm. of their performance. Did anybody have anything to say about that? No, not really. So let's just let's just stop <laughs> and enjoy what this boy is doing. And also, I saw even some black gays like, well, he don't represent me. I was like, okay, okay, girl, you want a cookie? You want? Who said that every black gay person represents you? That's not, we're all different. We're not a monolith. Like you really got up on here and it's like, oh, he don't, uh, what, what was achieved <laughs> when you said that? Yeah, I was like, okay, what, what were you hoping to gain from that? You know, if it wasn't your thing, you don't have to like his music. You'd be like, okay, I see you and then move on down the road. You ain't got to right. continue on. He doesn't have to. No one black queer person, Sylvester, um, even from Sylvester, Paul, whatever, they all don't represent us. They may, something about them appeals to us, but they don't have to be you or whatever, however you want to look at it. But they do play mm-hmm. a role in our, uh, uh, of us being seen and seeing different types of ourselves. So yeah, we, we are film, we are masculine, we are so many different things. I mean. Hell, you learned that from watching um, 
Paris is burning from how you know how some of the mother of the houses act. Some of them may be stronger, some may be motherlike, some may be whatever. We are all very different. So let's not get into this place of like, oh, he doesn't represent me because okay, a lot of people don't represent you and this move on. <laughs> like there's no right. way to do that. Keep the and I know from my generation, I, I've seen a lot of Twitter, you know, folks from Gen X talking about like he's doing way too much. And I'm like, no, he's doing. He's doing what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing what we could not do or what we wasn't able to do. Um, and so let, let's celebrate in that, that, you know, a lot of us was too closeted, too afraid to be our true selves. He's being that. Let us celebrate that. Let us move on and let him take the new generation to another level. Let's just enjoy that. Sylvester did that for my generation. RuPaul did that for your generation. It's, it's, it's always going to be something generational. If you look at it, you know, we had Sylvester, we had, you know, other artists who were queer or may not have been in and out, had RuPaul that came out in the 90s. They've all set a tone for how we are perceived moving forward. So mm-hmm. let's just, you know, let's just look at it that way. There's going to always be somebody. I guess it's the same way, you know, Millie Jackson was one way for one generation. Lil' Kim was another for another generation. <laughs> now Cardi B. So it's always something different. Megan Thee Stallion. They all are different for their time. And I know some of you may not know who Millie Jackson is. But if you Google, go on Spotify, you'll be able to see Millie Jackson was something big for her time. Raunchy, mm-hmm. talking about sex, talking about all that stuff back then. And there were people before her. So um, again, I'm just saying things change throughout the generations celebrate it don't hate them right speaking of celebrating um we now we do know that black panther 2 is continuing on wakanda forever is the name and i'm going if i butcher the name y'all have to come for me michaela cole um and if you know um bubble gum or chewing gum as well as this might destroy you um, which received so many Emmy nominations, uh, has been cast in this film. So she has been cast in Black Panther 2, um, but we don't know what. So Twitter went crazy and was doing a lot of speculation. We heard, now I put up Madam Slay, which I've always been aware of Madam Slay. She was a character that was very close to um, Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger. Uh, and she plays a very prominent role in that world of Black Panther. But also, um, people thought it may be Storm. No. No. I'm, I'm, we're just going to say no. Because <laughs> Kevin Feige said that mutants were at least five years out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, maybe he's lying. And he might very well be. However, there wasn't from uh, Loki, from Winter Soldier, uh, Black Falcon and Winter Soldier, from WandaVision, Black Widow. There wasn't any kind of um, uh, little uh, Easter egg or some kind of hint to signify that mutants were going to be introduced so and plus michaela cole 
out of the host of people that could play Storm, she is not in the top five for me. And I I like her, but it's just no. She she's not she's not playing Storm, y'all. And if she is, then you know I will eat the biggest serving of crow. But I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't see it, and she wasn't in my top picks. But we all could be wrong because I remember when they chose Wonder Woman, there was a they had like a list of people, and I remember they had um, Gal Gadot, and I was like, it would not be her, never be her, mm-hmm. and it didn't have to be her. And I was like, okay, all right, but it, it it has worked for them that it's her, right? Michaela could we don't know. Um, I'm sure if it is, she'll be able to deliver. I don't see it, because again, there's been so many people, and we know there's so many people who are already going for, you know, have already talked to folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let them know, you know, like for example, Kiki, um, her last yep. name is, uh, is slipping me, but we know Kiki have already kind of put it out there in the universe that she will want to do this role. Um, um, and so it's it's out there. It is out there. There's actresses that already are pining for this. And we don't always know what's been said behind the scenes. Because, you know, you know, agents are already probably working their ass off. And during the pandemic, all they could do was work. <laughs> so they probably was like trying to like, hey, hey, you know, before y'all start making this movie, we, you know, we're going to push this person. But again, Michaela, is, oh, she could be anybody. She could be um monica lynn she could be um uh tizzy i'm saying the name wrong but there's another character in there there's so many or she could be a brand new character we just don't even know so or if she is storm maybe she could be a variant of storm since we are are in variants getting those uh the multiverse and i know uh dr strange when he comes out he's gonna be like who made this mess I know. I feel Doctor Strange is going to have to feel it because um, if y'all saw the end of Loki, um, we are we were introduced to one of Kang's variants, and one of the things that um, this character said was, "You think I'm evil? Wait till you be my variants." In uh, some and way, I, I, speaking of that, I loved how he played that. Like he was all, uh, what's the word? Not funny but in a he was a jokester yeah very jovial and yeah so for him to say oh these other motherfuckers of me are not gonna play i am waiting to see how he can play a villain like kane Mm -hmm. yes because in a lot of ways kane there's kane as a mortis there is possible master pandemonium not really but possibly um and you know bringing in the old um conspiracy theory of <laughs> mystifo you've been working with this since late uh, before time they have they have clashed mystifo has clashed with so many people it's hard not to think about that and i felt like they were trolling us in loki to a degree when they showed that glass pane of this of, of this red demon that looks like, uh, what's his name? Looks like Mr. Mm-hmm. Fellow. So I was like, y'all trolling us. Cause you know, we've been talking about this man, but there's so many of these variants and so many different types of Kang throughout. There's um, teen Kang, there's a, like a young Kang. There's also a, a robotic Kang. There's so much. So 
I am very interested in seeing, you know, how Jonathan's going to bring out this character, but also how he is going to, how he's going to shake up the, the multiverse. Because, yes, he plays a big role in time, the multiverses, all of that. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens um, as we go forward. And yet Dr. Strange is going to be like, I was just trying to take a nap. Now I got to deal with Wanda, right. all these different time things, the Eternals, <laughs> all these hoes coming out, causing problems. So, you know, they, you know, Marvel is ready to just blow it all up. And I like the, the way Jonathan kind of basically gave us that teaser of, you thought this was something? Hmm. Right. We ain't even there yet. So we'll see what's going on. But, you know, I, you know, speaking of Loki, we talked about Loki before. I enjoyed it. It was a slow burn, but it really got, it's setting things up. And so the multiverse is coming. It's it's already here. So we're going to see what that's going to look like. And so get ready. Um, Black Widow, um, you saw it. Um, Do you want to talk about that now or you want to wait? We'll wait. We'll wait a little bit. Okay. Um, let's talk about, in some depressing news, uh, we had talked about this earlier, I want to say, what, last year, Mm -hmm. about this sleazeball of a man. Uh, so back, yeah, sometime last year or the year before last, we had talked about Ed Buck. Now, if you don't know who Ed Buck is, he is a, uh, well, was a Democratic donor that lives in Los Angeles. And he was uh, accused of drugging uh, gay black men in his home. And uh, two of them had actually died. And this was back in uh, 2017, July 2017, where these two had died there. One in 2017 and then another one in 2019. So now, he is uh, on trial in LA and a lot of the evidence against him, the prosecutor said that he was Jeffrey Dahmer 2.0 and he faces nine federal level felony counts. It's some of the, um, some of these, the stuff that has came out against him is just, oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's another way to either say what's going on. Like, he's paid these Black men to come into his home and somehow coerced them into injecting meth. And then he would have sexual encounters with them. Mm-hmm assault them and uh, the sheriff's department said that he recovered, well, they recovered over 2,400 videos on his computers, cell phone, iCloud account. It's, I I don't have, I, I, I don't, it's disgusting. It is, it's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, I, when, when you told me that and I looked at it, I was like, all those videos, Jasmine Kinnick, um, who is very uh, well known here in Los Angeles, doing a lot of queer work for, for 
black community said that um, he was Jeffrey Dahmer 2.0. Mm-hmm. And it's just scary to think about because yeah, he was injecting them with meth. He was getting them, because meth is one of those drugs that once you get into it, you're in it. That's a hard thing to yeah. break. It's a hard thing to break. It, and so just knowing what he was doing and knowing that some people knew about this, um, it's really scary. And it's very, very, telling about that about the culture but also very telling about the WeHo culture um whiteness and how we are treated in the queer culture we yep. look at that as disposable the fact that he preyed on the black men who were in despair in, in a lot of different ways it, it was just really it's very disheartening to hear and, and i know they go back to court this week um and i really hope they throw his ass under the jail because it is, what he did is just heinous. But what scares me is he was doing that for a while. And who, who knows what else has happened? Because it's, 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 you know, we've heard things from, um, what's his name? Uh, Brian, oh Lord, his name is slipping me. The director of X-Men. Brian Singer. Yeah, for the parties and things he used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the culture of gay LA, gay Hollywood. And we have to be aware of this and, and we have to be able to talk about it and put this out there. And the fact that a lot of them get away with it, a lot of them get away with it. And, you know, if, right, if, that, if that man didn't die in his home, if that man didn't die in his home, we, how much we would have known about Ed Buck until it was way too late. Mm-hmm. And he's, he didn't not tell anybody. There's no way that this is just some kind of one-off instance. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that he's not going to tell somebody and then somebody is also in on it or somebody also takes advantage of gay black men like this. Mm -hmm. I'm just. uh, It's a lot. If we didn't have anything else to fucking worry about. Right. You know, it's always, that's why I always worry about the young black man who, especially here, comes out and, you know, they, they want to go to WeHo. They want to go and, and experience it all. I, I, I just worry, like, you know, you're going to get there and be preyed upon some older white man. Because, you know, if you know to be in WeHo, you see it. You see it very often. You also see it in Palm Springs, too. You see mm-hmm. a lot of the older white men with these younger men of color. And it, it, it makes me cringe because I'm like, I don't know the story. So I'm, yeah, I'm speculating. But it makes me wonder, like, is this guy with him because he's paying ways through or he's, what if they coming from an abusive place and they ran to this white man, this white man is giving them kind of, the, is still abusive in, a different, in so different ways. So, right. yeah, it. I, I hate that I judge that way, but I can't help it. It's always like, I wonder, are you under some type of the rest? Like, you know, like, is there something going on? We just don't know why, you know, you're walking hand in hand with this white man. And it's sad that we feel that way about white men, but you know, history has, <laughs> has set it up to where we have no choice. We have no choice, but to be kind of wary of when we see stuff like that. We have to, because if we're not, then it could, very well mean our lives. True. It can be. 
well, let's kind of move a little bit away from, from you know, that sad news to some interesting news. Jordan Peele has another film coming out called Nope. And he gave us a teaser uh, poster, which is like a floating cloud with some type of fanfare floating from it over a, a, over a small city. Um, very interesting. It, 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 what I love about Jordan Peele is when he puts out a poster, I look back at all the posters he put out for his movies, people spent hours, days speculating what it was gonna be about. What does that mean? What does us mean? What does get out mean? What is, you know, even now Candyman, even though people thought they, they people thought they knew what Candyman was going to be, now it was totally different than what they thought. I love that he did this note and everybody is thinking aliens, thinking this continuation of us. They're just thinking so many things. Um, so I don't know. I'm very curious to see what this is. The poster, it, it piqued my interest, but I was like, I don't even want to go down this path because I, I'm going to be wrong regardless. <laughs> right. I'm like, I have no fucking idea what that man is doing, but I am so glad that Jordan shifted from comedy to horror because he is like so fucking good at it. And like you said, he can just throw up a, uh, an image and everybody's doing their Nancy Drews. <laughs> I like you, I have no idea what he's I'm not even gonna attempt to find out what it is. When it comes out, it'll come out and I'll probably still be wrong after the fact. So I'm just gonna wait. I don't think it's gonna be aliens though. I I think that would just be way too easy for him. I don't know. We just don't. We'll have to find out. We just have to wait till we see the first trailer. Even then, when we see the trailer, they ain't gonna tell us much either. Right, right, exactly. He knows what he's doing. I appreciate that. I mean, it's just like, it's just driving everybody crazy. Friend of the show, um, Mark Oestis, um, who has been talking about, he loves horror so much. He was talking about his own podcast. He's just going mad over this. He's excited. <laughs> he's already excited because in August, we're gonna get Candyman. But this is just, Right. A lot. You know? I remember I remember when uh, Get Out came out. Mm -hmm. I thought it was an SNL skit. Mm -hmm. Either I thought it was an SNL skit or I thought it was supposed to be funny. And I was like, this is some bullshit. What the fuck is this? And, and then I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. And that's one of the one of the few movies I like. But it's I can only I only need to see it one time. Mm -hmm. Because it's so, like, we have talked about it on the show before. I know a lot of those white people that say, oh, I would have voted for him a third time. Oh, or I have a Black boyfriend or I have a Black girlfriend. You know who those people, especially here in Kentucky, and especially them uh, being queer. Oh. Where they got um, BLM <laughs> in their in their. In their mm -hmm. Description. It's like mm, okay. I I've seen Get Out more than once. Uh, it's always something. It's a, it's always an experience to watch it more than once because there's things you catch, there's things you kind of see. But the fact that he did that so easily is so simple. Is amazing. And then when Us came out, 
I just had no idea. Like Us is simple in its story. Mm-hmm. The way it was like done, you know, there was a little bit of comedy in there, some serious stuff, but a, a scary thought of our, well, hell, that, that was about our variance. <laughs> you think about it. Uh, I, mean... <laughs> I might tweet that. I was like, didn't, didn't Jordan Peele kind of introduce variance to us? Uh, right. Because that was kind of, you know, in some ways that was like, they, didn't, they never explained how they were made um, and how they just knew what the other one was doing. I guess they, they can see it psychically or what have you, but mm-hmm. it's just so much. And with no, I don't, <laughs> I love the title because that's, that's how we are. We're just like, Mm-mm. well, not me, because I'm silly enough to. Mm-hmm. Hey, I walked in the front yard of, of the real Amityville Horror House at midnight. So, Oh, hell no. Yeah, I had to do it. I had to do it, though. Bitch, I'll, I'll be uh, scared to death the middle of the afternoon listening to some horror podcast. And, like, when the sun goes down, I have to stop listening up to them because I was scared the shit out of myself. Well, you, you don't want to listen to Lore. That's one that really talks about, Mm-mm. Just, like, history and stuff. Um, I, I know when, and it's funny, my ex at the time, <laughs> he, like, we were in, we were in Long Island, New York, and we happened to pass the site that said Amityville, two miles, three miles. I was like, oh my God, is that me? Like the Amityville? Mm-hmm. He was so mad because we went in the day. We went in the daytime and we saw it. I was like, we got to go back at midnight because I want to walk into the yard. He would not get out of the car. He was like, I'm, he's like, I might just drive around and come back and pick you up. <laughs> Good. Not <laughs> drive around. <laughs> I was like, that's how I'll end up vanishing. You come back around, you can't find me. And then, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, again, this movie, it could be anything. We don't know what's in that cloud. That could be, oh, it's just a lot. And so I'm excited. I'm glad Jordan is still giving some stuff, making the girls work for, you know, putting quality horror out there. And yes, we, we will be talking about Candyman. Candyman comes out and in, in, in some weeks yeah because really, because august is literally next monday so uh which i'm like where where did the summer go but um candy man is i mean they already got fly, um, billboards up i passed one friday night and i was like well look at this they're about to really mm-hmm. get started um so you know if anybody out there who knows how to get those screeners or you send screeners out we would love to have one of those screeners so I'm going to put it out there in the universe. But yeah, Jordan got some stuff coming out. I hope he has more. Um, he get, I mean, he did help out with Lovecraft Country, um, which got nominated a lot of, lot of Emmys. Or I think they got like 17 or something like that. Yeah. And so that's going to be really amazing. Now, I know some people wanted another season. I thought we were good where we are. Right. I was like, I thought it wrapped up. Yeah. It wrapped, I don't think it wrapped up perfectly. I think it wrapped up as best as they could have told the story that they told. Yeah. And yeah, Grant, they did show, like, I guess it was like a uh, outline for another season. But I was like, you know, I think we're good. I was like, I wasn't, I was happy with what I got. I wasn't like screaming for another season. I was like, this is good. And I think we need to get to a place where we don't always need a second season. Big Little Lies was good for that one season. Mm-hmm. Second season was kind of cute, but we didn't need a second season. I thought like Lovecraft Country was 
always touted as a limited series anyway. I thought it was too. Um, and I don't think the book goes so deep and far. So that's why I was like, we're good. We don't need to take it, but we can we can use something else. Do something else. What is that the T-Pain said? Right. Do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do something else. Because y'all have the talent. Let's put something new out there. You know, um, Fear Street, Fear, like they what they did on Netflix with Fear Street. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be garbage, but it was actually really good. Let's do something like that. You know, some of y'all who got that ability, give us some black horror stuff. You could tell in three movies. I mean, again, if you could tell it in three movies, great. We all win. Exactly. So yeah, do it that way. We don't have to have another season of Lovecraft. And like I said, we were happy with Lovecraft. I enjoyed it. I missed um, Topsy and Bopsy, those demon twins. Um, those are my favorite. Was <laughs> was so I'm sorry. They were scary to it me. It was scary, but I loved them. I loved them. All right. Well, anything else on the tea table before we go into our big topic? Um, I don't think so. Let's go ahead and mosey on over to uh, the King's Eyes issue. And we're going to be talking about uh, Black Widow. Yeah. The first... Marvel movie and what over a year? Yes. And I mean, first impressions, it was okay. Uh, I was expecting, I honestly, I don't know what I was expecting because <laughs> I was, I had already went into it with the notion that, oh my God, I have to see this bitch Scarlett Johansson again. But then again, I'm like, oh, I only have to see this bitch one more time. And then, like, hopefully I will never have to see her again. But it was it was okay. Um, take away the Marvel-esque-ness of it, and you just have a spy movie. Mm-hmm. You have what... Bla- I will say this. Black Widow is what saw... It already is. I still need to see that because somebody else probably saw it the other day and I'm like, let me go sit down and watch this movie. You have not seen Saw. No, I'm going to because it's on all streaming devices. So I need to sit down and watch Oh yeah. You get back to me when you see Saw because that's what Angel Angelina Jolie is doing what Scarlett Johansson thinks she's doing as Black Widow. Hmm. And she got the black, the this. Oh, she got this sickening, uh, long black piece of hair with a high, uh, a low bang. I was like, oof. Anyway, <laughs> going back to Black Widow, uh, what did you think about it? I I liked it. I enjoyed it though. I love her sister. Um, the fact that her sister was basically like dragging her about her stance, about how she comes across. Uh, I love that whole best thing. Like, you got all these pockets. You got all this <laughs> stuff like that. I'm really feeling it. But, you know, I, I like Florence Pugh because she is a good actress anyway, if you've seen, like, Midsummer, um, So I liked her as Diana. Um, I like the whole, I mean, the Marvel part of it, you know, I like a little bit of that, how it's like it's bringing in the different characters. Like, um, um, it, you know, it brought in kind of the parents, figure, mm-hmm. you know, that situation. 
a little bit about their history, about what happens through the process of the widow program. Um, and if you don't remember a lot of that, they talked about it in Avengers 2, where they do take away their uterus, so they won't have kids. Um, you also saw a little bit of that if you watch Aiden Carter, because Dottie was a, was a, was a member of the widow program. Um, it's a very interesting concept because they're all over the world. They, it was interesting that one man controlled them. I, I, I thought the widow program is something more extravagant than that, than just that one guy. Um, but in all, I really enjoyed the story. I, I enjoy, you know, seeing, I don't mind seeing Scarlett Johansson. I know she could be a lot, but I didn't really mind seeing her and all that stuff. But I wish the movie would have came out five years ago. Yeah, it, it feels like it's, it came out even before COVID hit, when they announced Black Widow and she had already been killed off in Endgame. I'm like, okay, well, why do we even care? You know, and then it, it was set in, I don't want to say it was set in the 90s, but it was set after, I think what I was, what I read, it was set after Civil War, but before Endgame. Yeah, it was. The 90s part was just showing them when they were young. Okay. When they had to defect the U.S. So, um yeah, it was in between um, Civil War and before um, the Infinity War. So it was in oh, between okay. that. It could have came out then. and It would have been like, okay, so we, we know that she's coming back and what you call it. But looking back, it was kind of nice to see them just show up when they did. Because mm-hmm. um, we knew that Captain America broke out everybody at the end of in, uh, Civil War. Right. Uh, and we knew they were on the run. I would kind of like to know a little bit about, about their on the run. You know, we got, you know, got a little bit of a, gri- a grizzly Captain America, you know. Mm, the bearded, bearded cat. The one, the one could choke you. That, that's how I, <laughs> that situation. So it was really, again, the movie was really nice. It was nice to see different types of widows, different races of widows. I wanted more story on the widows now. Uh, yeah, they could do like a like an animated. I don't even know if animated animation is good. They could do like a a live action series about the widow program, yeah. and put like some actors actresses of color as the the main character because it was. I'm gonna. I, I wanted to see them more than the main characters because yeah. they had. A lot of them had their big natural hair and was doing all the stunts. There was that one scene where they were um, they were practicing and how everybody like did this one sequence of moves, how they didn't like use their hands to get down on the ground but got back up. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. I was like, oh, that was just to T to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, like, overall, the movie was okay. There were scenes where where everybody was at the uh, the dinner table, and it just felt like Florence was giving more emotional acting than everybody else. Everybody else felt like they was like, okay, I'm here, and this is my line, 
but I'm not going to be anything. I'm just going to just say the line and let's hope somebody else carries the emotional weight of the scene. Which I was like, okay, but if this is your child, if these are your children and you didn't want them, you didn't want to leave them, but you had to, it just felt like that specific scene should have been more emotional than just to leave it all up on uh, Florence's character. I was like, eh. But part of it was like, I think because they've been in that game for so long and Liana was the youngest. And so it was very obvious that when she was having her moment, it was like, but I, because she she still believed the others did not. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think it was was passionate with her because she still believed that they still were a family. And that was real to her, even though she said it was fake, but that was, Real to me, you know, I was like, oh, poor thing. Um, which it made sense because she has that childlike look about her. And so therefore it really kind of fit that moment, which, you know, again, she really shined through. I am very curious because at the end we saw Valentina. And if y'all remember Valentina, Valentina was also in Falcon and Women's Soldier, mm-hmm. she recruited um, US agent. And so she is going to, I guess, recruit Rihanna the thing is to go after Hawkeye. Part of me was like, I was a little confused. I was like, how do they know that Hawkeye killed? Like, they, but I feel like people know that he had, that had to happen and weren't to get the the stone. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, that's going to be interesting to see how that goes. I'm still trying to figure out who Valentina, what she's trying to get. Is she trying to get the Thunderbolts or is she trying to build up the Dark Avengers? But the Dark Avengers were kind of the other counterparts of the Avengers, or like for example, like Buzz, uh, Bullseye was in that. Bullseye was in, if y'all remember Bullseye, um, he was in um, Daredevil, and he was the one who killed Elektra, basically. Uh, you know, so in, and um, Doctor Doom was a part of that to some degree. There's a lot, or not Doctor um, Green Goblin. So there's a lot that is that may that may be coming. Um, but I hope Ilana doesn't kind of go down a, a bad path because, again, you know, she was a great character. I enjoyed her, but I think she may be doing it more out of vengeance but, and not know the full story. I guess that's going to lead into Hawkeye's because I forgot Hawkeye does have a series coming. So we'll see. And nobody fucking asked for. Well, it's funny because we say that. Did, did, it's gonna be I good. specifically did not ask for. Yeah. I didn't really ask for it, but I, I, it's gonna, it's gonna probably end up being good though. I'll be like, oh, okay, because I didn't really expect that I was gonna like Falcon and Winter Soldier as much as I did. I gonna have to be honest. I stopped after uh, the Dora Milaje was introduced. Um, after they beat the shit out of a, uh, what was it, a Great Value and a uh, Home Slice. I was like, um, so we can go ahead and end it right here because that's all. That's all I came to see, and I saw them, so we can go go ahead and hang it up, flat screen. Um, I'll have to go through it again. Yeah, go through it again. See how you feel about it. Um, but in all, I'm glad we did get a Black Widow movie. It did pretty well for the pandemic. So they were saying, you know, it kind of dropped. I was like, well, it dropped because 
we went right back to different zones with the pandemic. So now everybody's going to be at the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not trying to say it was a fail. It was like, we're still in a Pandora. So. Right. They try to blame it on Marvel, uh, the Disney Plus. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. The regular single person is probably not going to pay $30 at their house just to see the movie. Now, say you have a family of four and you don't want to go out, rent the movie. You know, you have yeah. a movie night. Or roommates. And it's like, hey, we or all roommates. Right. Y'all can do that. Um, so th- not all theaters are open and not all of them are having capacity. Like some mm-hmm. of them are like, you're only letting 20 people sit in, you know, or right, whatever. Right. So again, I, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm taking a grain of salt. I think in a normal situation, it would it, it, it would it did well anyway. It, it still made the money. Just not Marvel's big money. And again, like we're in the pandemic y'all so that's why but again you know i i did enjoy the characters like taskmaster with master was interesting um and um you know we learned a little bit more about um when they were in you know what happened in the past and why mm-hmm. you know um i almost said wanda natasha was like really regretful for what she was done in her life and why she wanted to get the red off her ledger, as she always said in the very beginning. Um, it was again, it was a very good movie. It was, it was fun. There were some parts I was like, okay, this is very Disney, Marvelish type of stuff. But I'm glad we got it. I just want more coming in the future, um, in a sense of putting more women in the spotlight because we saw what happened with One Division and how that mm-hmm. really. Just, I mean, One Division is even nominated for for Emmys. <laughs> that's so, true. I'm like, that's amazing. That's amazing because that that that's changed the game um, for comic book type of stuff. So you know, CW, I want to step up some stuff or HBO Max. You know, get the Titans up to a different level here. Come on, but yeah. um, this opportunity because it was done so well with uh, one division. So you know, I'm curious to see where we go now. Um, who's the next? I mean, we know Captain Marvel has the next. I think it's what is it called? The Marvels? There, that's coming out. Um, and then the uh, Externals or Eternals. Eternals, um, Doctor Strange, and you know Wanda in the, in the multiverse. Uh, another Spider-Man movie. So it's a it's a lot coming out. Um, Doctor Str- Doctor Strange too. Who closed yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Wong ain't gonna want to do nothing. He's gonna be like, oh, you know what? I'm not even. It's like more than right. one universe. I'm right. Like, I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> my my PTO go start now. Yes. And now with Loki and his meddling ass. So now we all we got all this stuff coming with all everybody. We've been talking about all this stuff. Um, yeah, I'm glad we got a Black Widow. Uh, somebody said we need a two. I'm like, I don't know if we need a two right Ooh, now. No, girl. Mm-mm. But I did think at the end that Natasha was coming back because I was like, get it. <laughs> I bet they may pull her out of a multiverse though because I feel like they can, who knows? Again, we just don't know how they're going to do all of this stuff, but it is going to be. It would just depend on if Scarlett Johansson's contract is up. I think all their contracts were up. 
I know, I know Chris, Captain. Uh, I know Chris Evans was. Yeah. But I don't know if he agreed to another one. I know uh, Hensworth. He signed on for some more. Yeah. But everybody else, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Chris was like, I'm. I've gave ten years, and that's a lot. We think about it. that's a lot you give. That's a yeah. To a series, because that means you really can't do much else. Um, doesn't mean that he doesn't. Like, I think he's talked about how he's he can retire from it all. Does he's he could? I mean, that's a lot of money that man has made. The money that the uh, Disney was throwing at him. Yeah, he's probably can retire and do whatever. But you know, he's actually doing things about you know politics and he's doing some good work, giving money away, helping people. So right. who knows? But yeah, I mean, overall, I think we. Okay, we can say that you know it was enjoyable. The movie was there. Um, I didn't but, hate it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Nick didn't hate it. I didn't mind it. Um, so yeah, you know, good job. Now let's, let's give us some more stuff. Uh, on a scale from uh, "Girl Bye" to "Sickening," I will give it. Uh, it's cute or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> there was some good fight scenes in there. There was some good comedic scenes in there. Oh. Those fight scenes, like, kudos to the stunt, the stunt women, the uh, fight choreographer, because those those uh, fight scenes were like hidden. Like you could actually feel like, oh, they want to take each other the fuck out. Like when Yelena and Natasha met each other for the first time in that little house or whatever. I was like, oh, these bitches are fighting for real. Yeah, this is, this was like, this is the next step from the Vanita Green and um, bitch. Exactly, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, okay. We're going through the house. Okay. (laughs) I was waiting for somebody to I was waiting for somebody to say, come on, bitch. Right. You know, I always say that. I always say that. (laughs) You better talk that talk. Come on, bitch. Ooh. But yeah, that's, I think, yeah, that's our review of Black Widow. Um, I would say, yeah, go see it. You don't need to see it more than once. It wasn't, it wasn't given that ooh-ah-ah sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know, this, this is one of the first Marvel movies I haven't seen. No, what you call it, two I didn't see. Twice. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, what's that? The, yeah, Thor 2, I didn't see twice. This is one, this is the second one I haven't seen twice. I've seen them all twice or three times or what have you, so. Come yeah. on, once, twice, three times, the lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that is it for this week. Yes. Yes, sir. And that, uh, as always, you can find us on social media. We are at Mechachine One. Victor as at Wonder Man 5. I am at my new account. Uh, what is... <laughs> I'm just saying Twitter's some bullshit. But anyway, I'm at my new account. It's called uh, What Porter Said. What Porter Say. We have our, we're have we on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, at uh, Make a Sheen. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, visit the website, potoftheshine.com. Um, is there anything else before we get up out of here? 
No, I guess that's it. Um, we'll just be paying attention to what's happening next. You know, the Olympics are happening and all that good stuff. So, mm, I need to watch some gymnastics and some diving. Uh, I'm sure you. <laughs> it's a rugby. Oh Lord. Okay. I will pay attention. People have already been talking about everything, especially um, the swimmers. I've been hearing a lot about the swimmers. So. What well, swimmers are always fine as hell. Mm -hmm. And the skaters, the skaters are out there too. So, side note, uh, they there was a person, the individual foil, uh, the woman that won is actually from Kentucky. She's from oh. Lexington. Went to oh. UK. I said, okay, yes, come on now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we will see y'all soon. So y'all take care. Bye, y'all.